When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. I don't know where that raspy hello came from. Hey, I don't know. If, I don't know if you noticed, but there wasn't a uh, there wasn't a Kilowatt episode this weekend. Uh, I can just tell you, I've been very busy. And if one more thing breaks, whether that's a computer thing or something around my house, if one more thing breaks, I I might lose my mind. Just so you know. Like my kids were out. They're like, dad, can we wash your car? That'd be a really nice thing for us to do for you. And I was like, yeah, that would be awesome. Wash my car. So I pulled my car out. My kids turned on the water and they're like, dad, the water's leaking, which is a problem we've been having with some of the things around our house. And I walk out there and the hose had split and burst and I got to replace the hose. But anyway, long story short, um, I can't, I can't possibly take any more uh, home repair projects. Like I am done with them from small to huge I, and computer problems also. Cause I had computer problems today, just recording this. I didn't want to, uh, recognize my universal audio arrow. So I'm done with problems. Uh, I'm not a problem solver anymore from now on, or at least until I've, you know, had a moment to calm down. I will be a problem smasher. If something breaks, I'm just going to break it more and then buy a new one. That's, that's my plan. And that includes my house. All right, you can probably hear my frustration, so let's move on. All right, for a story here, Nikola has delivered two, or at least we think it's two, Nikola Trey hydrogen electric semi-trucks to the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach. So they each got one truck, and this is for the te- the purpose of testing. So if you're not familiar with Nikola, their vehicles, of course, run on hydrogen, and, you know, they're co they're Founder, excuse me, Trevor Milton was in a lot of trouble for defrauding investors, which in in an odd coincidence here, Nikola will have to pay $125 million to the SEC in the form of a fine for defrauding investors. And that's all I have to say about that. I mentioned recently that Tesla was allowing passengers, and I say passengers with quotes, to play video games on the center console of the Model 3 or the Model Y while the car was moving I said it then, this was an awful idea. Well, it turns out Mercedes is recalling a few electric EQSs and S-Class models because there's a software glitch that allows drivers or whoever else is in the car 
to watch TV while the vehicle's in motion. So again, it's a terrible idea. I don't know why we're we're letting people do this. In Mercedes' case, though, although the headline didn't make it sound that way, in Mercedes' case, it sounds like this was unintentional and there was just a you know a software error and they're fixing it. Rivian has completely and totally disregarded my pleas to have them build their new factory here in Arizona. Instead, it turns out they're going to be building their new $5 billion EV plant on 2,000 acres just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. And that's fine, I guess. Georgia is a pretty cool state. I, I guess I approve. I really like Georgia. I've been there a couple of times. It's a really beautiful state. I just wish that it would have, you know, been here in Arizona. It makes more sense to me having, you know, being in Arizona. And anyway, production begins in 2024 and uh, Rivian's also adding 620,000 square feet to their normal Illinois factory. So expansion, expansion, expansion for Rivian. Uh, kind of as a side note here, they're also claiming that they're going to start delivering the R1S, which is their electric SUV, sometime this month. So uh, <laughs> time's running out, so we'll see if that actually happens. Ford is doubling their target of the F-150 Lightning. Their new target is 600,000 vehicles within 24 months of production. Now, Actually, I, I don't know if I wrote this down right or not. I wrote down 600,000 a year, 600,000 vehicles a year. Uh, but that might just be 600,000 within that, you know, 24 months of production. In either case, that is a lot. We talked about the EV company Lightyear a few months ago, or maybe it was a few years ago. At this point in time in my life, everything just kind of goes so fast. It just slips by. And I, I'm getting to the age where I can't remember if I talked to somebody yesterday or four years ago about something. So there you go. That's what you have to look forward to if you're under the age of 47. Anyway, to jog all of your memories and mine, at that time, whenever it was, Lightyear announced that they were going to be producing a solar-powered car that would cost $170,000. And I'm not going to lie, I thought that was stupid money and a ridiculous price for the vehicle. Like, I think a solar-powered car with, you know, backup batteries is a cool idea, but $170,000 is super, super expensive and maybe a dumb idea. But anyway, they're back in the news with their new and much more affordable solar car. We don't have a lot of details, except that it's going to be called the Lightyear 2, and it will cost somewhere around $34,000 US. There is some buzz about a lease program or like a car subscription program, but we didn't get a lot of details on that either. Let's talk about the Hyundai Ioniq 5, one of my favorite electric cars. We now know that, at least in the United States, the starting price will be $40,925. That's before incentives. There's going to be seven models. The SE standard range, which will be that base price of $40,925, that'll have a range of 220 miles. And then it goes breaks down into six other packages. There's the SE all-wheel drive and wheel rear. <laughs> there you go, Allison. Rear wheel drive. The SEL all-wheel drive and, and rear-wheel drive, and the Limited all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive. So all of the rear-wheel drive packages have a range of 303 miles. All of the all-wheel drive packages have the 256 miles range. 
Uh, the limited all-wheel drive will cost, which is the highest tier, will cost $55,725 before incentives. And all of the other packages will be, you know, in between 41000 and 56000 roughly. Not bad price-wise. I think that the Ionic 5 and all of the trims, which is, you know, seven, I guess, they're all going to be fantastic. I think people are really going to eat this car up when it finally comes out. Now, the more affordable standard range Ionic 5 marketing's dumb. Mar- marketing terms are dumb, but the standard range of 220 miles, that would be out the spring of 2022. But the full range versions, and that's what they're calling full range is the other six, uh, you know, models. They're going to be arriving later this month or early 2022, depending on whose article you read. I have read that some people are already receiving their vehicles. Now, if you're new listening to the show and you have no idea what the Ionic 5 is, it's Hyundai's new electric vehicle. It's built off their new EV platform, which is escaping me at the moment, but (laughs) it's not the AMP platform, I don't think. Anyway, here are the features that are going to be in the Ionic 5, which I think is really cool. They've got these cool little square pixel lights that makes the car look super futuristic. I, I really... Love that look of the car. Like the tail lights look fantastic. The front headlights look fantastic. Um, it's a little thing, but I think it sets it apart from other vehicles on the road. Next is it's got these really cool front seats that recline and give you foot support while you're reclined. So when you're charging, you can kind of rest and charge yourself up, which is really nice. The Hyundai claims that you can charge from 10 to 80% in eight to 10 minutes with a DC fast charger. So that's pretty good. It's a little bit bigger than the ID4 and the Ford Mach E. It will have over the air updates, and why shouldn't it? It's 2022 after all. Um, it's going to have a HUD a heads up display, which the Kona has this. And Howard mentioned that in the episode that I had with Howard and James when they talked about their Hyundai Konas. When that in the HUD shows like the speed some navigation stuff. And then if there's a car hanging out on like your right blind spot, it'll show a little red indicator on the right side of the HUD indicating that there's a car there and you shouldn't pull into that lane. And finally, through the Hyundai Blue Link app, which, you know, if you talk to Howard and James, you get mixed reviews. They have positive things and negative things to say about this app. But anyway, through the Blue Link app, you can actually give somebody else permission uh, through their phone and the Blue Link app to drive your car. So if a friend, if you're at work, and a friend needs to borrow your car for some reason, you can say, okay, cool, log into the Blue Link app. I will send you permission. And then they can just use their phone to open up the car and, and drive it away. So that's really cool. Um, you can also take permission away if, if you so choose. Chinese EV company NEO held NEO Day on December 18th, which was this Saturday. And they announced the NEO ET5, which some say that's that's the vehicle that's going to compete with the Model 3. According to NEO, the range will start at 550 plus kilometers or 342 miles and go up to a whopping thousand kilometers, which is 620 miles. And that, you know, thousand kilometer vehicle comes with a 150 kilowatt hour battery, which is insane. Uh, the ET5 will start at $51,450 before subsidies. But if you choose to get the battery as a service subscription, which is a monthly subscription, 
the vehicle will then start at $40,468 because there's a monthly subscription fee, which in most cases I think is ridiculous. But because Neo has this really cool feature where you can drive into this like little garage thing, it's like a little pod and it'll remove your old battery and put in a fresh battery and you're, you're done in minutes. So you don't have to actually sit and charge your vehicle if you use one of these pods. So it makes sense to me that maybe the battery subscription might actually be the way to go if the monthly fee is not too terribly expensive. Deliveries will begin in China in September of 2022. Neo also has plans to expand from China and Norway, which is the two countries they're currently operating in, to Germany, Sweden, Netherlands, and Denmark. And at some point, I'm sure they'll make their way here to the United States, he said longingly. You know what? I should have mentioned this during the Rivian segment, and I completely spaced it. But Rivian recently had their earnings call. And a few weeks ago, when I asked, is anybody interested in hearing like Lucid's earnings calls or Rivian's? A lot of you reached out and you're like, I want to hear Lucid and Rivian's earnings call. So this Friday's episode of Kilowatt is going to be 100% dedicated to Rivian's earnings call. And I haven't listened to it all yet. I'm probably only about a quarter of the way in. This is an hour long earnings call. So it's, it's, and it's, it's chop full of information. I don't know if it's all important information, but it was long. So we'll find out together this Friday on the next episode of Kilowatt. And then I want to mention that Allison Sheridan's podcast, NoZillaCast, uh, she asked her audience, which I am proudly a member, to contribute some segments for her holiday episodes. And I contributed two segments, one on the Apple Watch and the Family Share app. And the second one was on Descript, which is an app that a lot of podcasters use for creating content. So I'll put a link in the show notes. And if you're interested, go over and check out Allison's podcast, NoZillaCast, and listen to me yammer on about some products that I think are cool. And then maybe you'll become a long-term listener of Allison's. And that leads me to the Patreon plug this week. And this is going to be really short. If you want to support support the show, go to supportkilowatt.com or patreon.com forward slash kilowatt and support the show. All the money goes back into the show. None of the money goes into my own pocket. And now let's jump into the Tesla news. And I should say that our first few Tesla stories are not typical to the kind of stories that I do on this show, but uh, they did happen and they do involve Tesla. So I'm going to go ahead and go over them. A 911 call was made for a man down at the Fremont factory parking lot. Fremont Fire was called in and they found a male victim suffering from a gunshot wound. Unfortunately, the victim passed away and now Fremont police are investigating a homicide. Fremont PD does have a suspect and it looks like both the victim and the suspect were in Tesla employees and had been arguing earlier that day. The investigation is still ongoing and I will keep you updated as we get more information. And then our next story is Tesla is facing lawsuits and accusations that the company fosters sexual harassment. Six current and former Tesla employees have brought these lawsuits, although I believe there are more than just these six people. They are alleging that When they reported inappropriate behavior to supervisors or HR, it wasn't taken seriously. They also described a culture of inappropriate comments and touching by not only colleagues, but also supervisors. It is worth noting that SpaceX has also had similar allegations this week lodged against that company as well. 
All right, moving on to the regular Tesla news. Tesla's holiday over the air update not only includes the typical holiday Easter eggs, but it also includes the TikTok app, which Allison Sheridan must be very happy about. Tesla is also releasing to the beta testers FSD beta 10.7. Now, kind of as a side note here, uh, Sierra and Brad came over this weekend and they let me drive their Tesla with FSD beta. It was still on 10.57, I think. Um, if I remember correctly, they, they weren't on to 10.6 yet. They hadn't been updated yet. Initially, Brad was in the driver's seat and, you know, the car did its thing and there were some small quirks, but not a super big deal. We were basically in my neighborhood, which doesn't have lane markers. It really wanted to stay to the center of the road, but it wasn't, there was nothing bad, you know, it did a pretty good job. And then, and then we decided to take it on the road and go to a hardware store that's nearby and uh, there was some iffy parts there. And then we decided to drive to a donut shop. And the donut shop is on the southwest part of an intersection. And it's a very busy intersection. And I was in the driver's seat at this time. And uh, the car goes to turn right, which is, you know, normal. But it turned right like we were in NASCAR. Like it turned right so fast. It was kind of unsettling. And then I was like, wow, that was weird. So then we decided to do it again. So uh, I drove out of the parking lot, drove back onto the road. And the next time it took the right, it took it so slow and it was so cautious that it was almost unsafe. And then uh, Brad and I had a good laugh about that. And then we let it drive the rest of the way home. And there really wasn't a lot of uh, scary moments for us for the rest of the ride. So that was cool. I will say... uh, there were there were enough times that it was unnerving to me that I was really on high alert. Like I didn't feel relaxed driving in the FSD beta mode at all. However, it wasn't the worst thing ever. It was just, you know, it did a lot of really quirky things. If you own a Tesla and you would like to charge your Tesla for free while you're traveling for the holidays, Tesla will offer free supercharging during off-peak hours. Now, the article that I got this from Um, I'm going to put it in the show notes. It shows the superchargers participating. For some reason, it doesn't have them all across the United States. It only has, you know, a a select few. So if you're traveling, take a look at that article and maybe you can save yourself a little bit of money on supercharging. This next article is so silly. Elon Musk is Time Magazine's Person of the Year for 2021. Half the people on Twitter are thrilled about this. Half the people on Twitter are outraged about this. And the other half don't care. And I would put myself firmly in the I don't care half. Something I do care about is cryptocurrency because I think it's neat. Tesla may start taking Dogecoin for merchandise on its online store. So that's really cool. Uh, I say may because it's not currently taking Dogecoin, and I haven't seen an official announcement from Tesla that they will be taking Dogecoin, but I read an article that <laughs> that wasn't very convincing, but I really think this is something that Tesla is going to do eventually. So there you go. Uh, that's the weakest article in the bunch. But this is a good article. European Model 3s and Model Ys are getting the following upgrades. They're going to get a 15.5 volt lithium ion battery, and that replaces the 12 volt lead acid battery. So this isn't the battery pack that sits underneath the car. This is much like the the battery that you'd find in an ICE vehicle, for instance. 
Next up, laminated glass in the front and rear doors, which is awesome. I think it's already in the front doors, but now the rear doors will be laminated as well. And then I didn't even know this was in the Model Y, but the Model Y will be upgraded. We'll get an upgraded interior cabin radar and infrared camera. I didn't realize. I knew there was a camera. I didn't realize it was infrared and they had cabin radar, but it's going to be upgraded. And then the AMD Ryzen chip will be used in the Model Y performance, which I believe we talked about recently in the Chinese versions of the Model Y performance. So congratulations to all the European listeners. You're going to get some cool upgrades. And our final story of this episode, customers who received the Model Y long range rear wheel drive have been notified that they will not receive their car because Tesla is not going to make it because they have too much product complexity according to a letter they received uh, and here's the problem the people who reserve these cars they reserved them years ago on the promise from tesla that they were going to receive their vehicle now years later the prices have increased significantly not only have the prices for the actual vehicles gone up but the price of full self-driving has gone up three thousand dollars to ten thousand dollars And Tesla is not honoring any previous pricing, whether it's for the vehicle itself or for full self-driving. So they're kind of out of luck. One customer actually went through and did, you know, reconfigured their vehicle and the price jumped by $20,000. When asked for clarification, Tesla said that, well, you reconfigured the car. Now you got to pay the current prices and Tesla will not be honoring old pricing. So, um, yeah, at, at some point in time, Tesla did say that they would honor the full self-driving price at $7,000, but now they're, they're not even honoring that. And this is a bad look for Tesla, and they've been doing this more and more often. Like At one point in time, they made the Tesla Standard Range Plus available, and then that was like for a month, and then they're like, okay, we're not making this car anymore, and anybody who has a reservation for this car, you're not going to get it. You're out of luck. Like That's not... It's not a good thing to do for your customers. And honestly, I I follow a lot of Tesla fanboys and girls um, on Twitter, and everybody who commented on this story said this is a bad look. They said this isn't fair for these customers, and it's not. And honestly, I think Tesla should, you know, not only honor the seven thousand dollar FSD price, but they should probably knock off another five or ten thousand dollars off the price of a long range or performance model Y because you've basically hosed these people. These people put down twenty five hundred dollars at the time to hold this car. Twenty five hundred dollars is not insignificant. Now granted they would get that back if they canceled their reservation, but still twenty five hundred bucks is a lot of money. And when you consider at the time these people put two thousand five hundred dollars down They couldn't drive the car. They couldn't see the car, you know, except for pictures. So they had no idea what they were going to get. They just put it down because they loved the company so much and they wanted the car that they put their faith in Tesla. And Tesla is not rewarding their faith in this instance. They are kind of, um, I I was going to use a bad word. (laughs) Don't want to use bad words. They're not treating their customers well. Even if let's just say 10,000 people had these reservations, Tesla should not only honor the $7,000 FSD price, but they should also knock off, you know, somewhere between five and $10,000 the price of a long range Model Y or performance Model Y, depending on which one they should get. And I think Tesla needs to make this right. Tesla has banked a lot of goodwill from its customer base, from its fans. 
But if they continue doing things like this, that goodwill is going to erode faster than they were able to gain it. And at some point, it's going to bite them in the bottom. So, all right. That was an uplifting story. This was an overall not an uplifting show. I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday. If for some reason you find yourself alone during the holidays or you just feel lonely during the holidays, go ahead and shoot me an email, Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918Digital. Or you can find me on Twitter at 918Digital. And, uh, yeah, let's interact. If, you, if you're feeling lonely, shoot me an email. I'm, I'm happy to, to chat with you over the holidays or any time for that matter. All right, everyone. I will talk to you in a few short days. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.